0: Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country. Odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app.
1: You know what I need? Mark Drumheller. Mark Drumheller. Yeah, oh, you guys, you know me. You read my mind. Joining us right now on the Roman guest line via video. Woo. Our guy, Mark Drumheller. You know what a thing I like about Mark? Mark Always posts his plays and his picks for the people to see. He has all the he's clipping it up, putting the videos out as a man that's trying to clip more of my stuff. I look at Mark and I say, You know what? You inspire me. So, Mark, thank you for joining the show.
2: An inspiration. You're Mark an inspiration, Drumhelle. and
1: your background is so clean, simple, simple, and clean. Love it. I appreciate that.
0: Thanks for having me back, fellas. And listen, I'm excited. I hear fellas, the betting gods up. are making you You're do a fella, Tristan. And Tristan as well. I apologize, you. but uh. <laughs> You know, I hear the betting gods are making do on some bets, and I got a long list of bad beats from last year that I'm ready to, you know, get retribution on. So mm. hopefully it comes around.
1: Oh, we've been asking all of our uh, our guests this so far because we do have some props that are available at BetMGM, like the coin toss, the Gatorade color, this, that, and the third. Do you dabble in those when Super Bowl comes around? And and do you have any sort of, like, breakdown? Like, of course, we have the trends about what color the Gatorade was for the last five years and all that stuff. And I'm personally, my trend for the, the coin toss, Tails never fails, baby. Sorry, if I get a pick, I'm gonna go tails. Um, anything that you bet in terms of color Gatorade or wonky stuff like that, uh, with the Super Bowl upcoming.
0: Yeah, I kind of stay away from the novelty props a lot. I know um, you yeah, know, Greg Brainers from Yahoo Sportsbook had a great article where they found a, a TikTok video where Joe Burrow does say his favorite color is orange. Mm. So if you're a Bengals backer and you think that he's gonna win the win the Super Bowl, it does make sense that you would back orange, orange being the favorite. Um, obviously Vegas might have some information that we don't have as well. Um, but I think that, you know, that that's a play you could kind of look into matches the Bengals uniforms, right? Orange, not a popular color, but, uh, you know, could be in play there.
2: But wouldn't you think then if you, if you believe that line of thinking, let's just take it a step backwards, Uh go a little higher level, which is like, (laughs) if you like, I mean, in terms of like bird's eye view, why would you take orange? Uh, when you can just take like Joe Burrow MVP, you know what I mean? or Because betting
1: Gatorade is fun, Trista. Oh, we don't care about the value all the time. The we want to sweat out. What the, get get the get the tub. I Nobody guess. talks about the Rams. What the Rams win? What is it? Blue. Blue. Yeah, we'll blue. What's Aaron Donald's favorite? Is it, Gatorade? Is it yellow? Is it is it the is, yellow? What is, what is, is it blue? That? We got to talk about that. Or maybe Matt Stafford's only drinking water now because he's a snake. I can see healthy.
2: that. He's like old, decrepit. Jeez. He's starting to like break down. <laughs> so it's just method. water for him. All
1: right. Well,
0: maybe Sean McVay wants it to match his hair. You know what I mean? So he does orange as well. That could be the inside. (laughs) It could be a lot of different things in play.
2: How are you seeing this Super Bowl playing out? We talked to Ken Barkley from You Better You Bet, and he basically thinks that this is a a situation where the Bengals and the Rams do what they've done all year, right, which is Bengals go down early, Rams uh, end up, scoring a lot early and then kind of fading late so I I think we were talking about he said he likes players not to score he likes the full game under he likes high field goals how are you approaching how to bet this Super Bowl and like how do you think this is going to play out from a football perspective
0: Yeah, I did. I did a piece today, actually, on betting all four quarters and like which would I play the side or the total. And it would be Rams early and Bengals late, um, you know, in the first and fourth quarters. And then I had the under in the second quarter and the over in the third, you know, just because you get the longer halftime and there's a lot of time to make adjustments. But, um, you know, I think Ken's on point in the fact that like this is the typical behavior of these teams. And that's probably not going to change in this game. Um, I'm not sure if I'm on the under. I think there might be a lot of scoring. I think a lot of people are pointing to, you know, the Rams – defensive line against the Bengals offensive line and that's really you know the foundation of the handicap and you know if you look back and I do think it's going to be a factor I'm just not sure if it's going to determine the outcome of the game you know I think if you look back in previous Super Bowls yes the Tampa Bay defense was all over uh, Patrick Mahomes last year but the year before that Nick Bosa and the Niners had the, the pass rush that didn't get the job done. They lost by 11. Mm-hmm. The Rams, I think, led the league in sacks the year before when they lost to New England in the Super Bowl. Uh, before that, you know, New England was top 10 um, in sacks that year. They lost the game to Nick, Nick Foles. He threw for 300-and-whatever yards, a million yards in that mm-hmm. game. They didn't call holding the entire time. So I'm not sure if the, the pass rush itself is going to be enough to determine the outcome of the game. And I think, you know, when you look at the Bengals' offense and how they can – try and mitigate that pass rush, right? They can use Joe Mixon on screens. They can use Jamar Chase on bubble screens. He can take those to the house. Um, you know, short underneath stuff. I think Burrow is the type of quarterback that can kind of get that done against a team that plays a uh, zone heavy defense like the Rams. So I do think he's going to have some success. I think it'll be a little more scoring than you know what teams are anticipating. But I do agree with the fact that it is going to be Bengals late, um, which is why I am taking them with the spread and on the money line in this game, because if this is a close game, you know, if you can get past the Rams running away from it early, this ends up being a close game in the fourth quarter. Um, I'm going to take the team that has a quarterback and a kicker that are stone cold killers. Mm. You look at Burrow and McPherson and those guys don't feel any pressure at all. And I think if we later, it gets into the game, the more of it is, you know, chances that Cincinnati's going to pull ahead and win the Super Bowl.
2: Mark, I know you said you don't really uh, attack the novelty props, but is there anything that you've played as far as like player props or game props or anything that you're looking to play before Sunday kickoff?
0: Yeah, I did. So I took I I have some props that I, that I bet on Cooper Cup over uh, yardage. I think you know he's averaged since December one hundred and twenty one point seven yards per game. Um, you know, in nine games, and I think he's been over you know, 108 yards in seven of those nine games. So, uh, you know, I think Cooper Cup is is, a, is an overplay there. I know that number's kind of, you know, continued to rise up. And I also think Cam Akers under um, is a good play. Uh, I got okay. that at, I believe, 63 and a half. Not sure where it's at right now. But, you know, you look at Cam Akers and and it's a tremendous story about him coming back, but he just hasn't been, um, you know, that effective in the time that he's played. And I think in a big-time situation like this, in a game like this, you have to go with the guy that you can count on. So I think we might see some more Sony Michelle. I know his yardage number is really low. I would probably play over on that. Um, so a lot of the, you know, prop bets are kind of on the Ram side because I think it's, it's a little bit less volatility because I think the Bengals – you know, if they do struggle with the defensive line and the pressure, I still think they can do enough to keep it close, but they mm-hmm. might not have that high volume on offense uh, that would cash in those prop bets for you.
2: Uh, Mark, really quick, just to follow up, you know, with somebody like Cooper Cup or like an Odell Beckham Jr. or Jamar Chase, like even if you like, they're over. Is there a number where maybe you would go back on Sunday and go under like if Cooper Cup gets a little too ridiculous or do you just you've already got the number you like you just leave it alone?
0: Yeah, well, it's already the highest yardage prop in history. I yeah. Think, in Super Bowl history. So um, it, it can't get, you know, I don't think they can make it high enough. And like I said, like last nine games, a pretty big sample. Like we're talking about December, and he's averaged 121, right? So. You know, it's not going to get anywhere near that number. You know, I, I don't think, you know, Cincinnati is a defense that is just going to be able to lock him up. They've had success against number one receivers, but he's a little bit different because he works the middle of the field. They use him in a variety of ways. And Matt Stafford, very comfortable. When he gets in trouble, he goes to Cooper Cup. So um, I think he's going to get his I, – I just looked at the yardage um, instead of, yeah. you know, the receptions because the yards after catch is, is crucial with, you know, how he plays as well.
1: Mark, do you think at all um... – the Rams might be feeling like an underdog. I know they are four and a half point favorites and it is two weeks away. Maybe we're just in the gambling space because all I hear is people on yeah. the bangles, on the bangles, on the burrow, bangles, burrow, burrow, burrow yeah. there's burrow, that he's the story. He's the star. This Rams team there, they should be better than they are. Matt Stafford's old, this, and the third. But do you think like any of that plays into maybe them playing even, I mean, it's a Super Bowl. guys are going to play hard and lay it out there, but just the mentality of like, I don't think they're getting the press that a Joe Burrow is, the turtleneck in the chain. Everybody cares about that. Nobody cares about this Rams team who we kind of expected to be here. We didn't expect to see this Cincinnati Bengals team at the end. It's an
0: interesting point because I felt like when the matchup was determined after the conference championships, a lot of the talk was Rams. You know, the Rams defensive yeah. front, they're going to demolish the Bengals. And then it, you've seen is, you know, As time goes, you know, during the week off and and people really start to dig in, you know, they start looking at the underdog, and now you're hearing a lot of Bengals, and it's kind of even out. The number really hasn't moved that much, you know, during the course of the, you know, week and a half or whatnot. But I think it's more not that they'll have a chip on their shoulder that they think they're underdogs, but I just think that they have some key veterans on that team. You look at your Aaron Donald, you look at Von Miller, you look at Matt Stafford, you know, Odell Beckham Jr., you know, they – they don't take this game for granted. They know that they could never go back. Yeah. You know what I mean? That this could possibly be their last shot. So I think they'll be dialed in from that perspective, uh, more of just feeling like, you know, chip on the shoulder. Listen, they're they're at home. You know what I mean? It doesn't get much better than that in right. the Super Bowl, even though they're not known for the home crowd. But it's at least more comforting for them to be in that situation. But I think that it's more the vet key veterans on that team, you know, really have an understanding of, we could never get back here. We better take advantage of the situation. Yeah. Do
2: you think that actually might might add pressure, though, on the Rams? I'm thinking about uh, the Super Bowl between the Eagles and the Patriots. And the Eagles felt, you know, loose, free. You yeah. saw them at media day. They were just happy to be there. They were, like, rocking out with music. They're playing jokes on one another. That kind of feels like the same vibe as the Bengals. Like, we're not supposed to be here. We have a long time horizon. And, again, the Rams feel like this is – Kind of our last shot because we've traded all of this draft capital. We've mortgaged our future for these stars. Who knows when the last time we're the next time we're going to be here is? And maybe, like the Patriots, uh, get a little bit tight. What do you what do you think about that in terms of the psychology of these two teams?
0: I think it's an excellent question. And I think it could affect them more in-game than actually going into it. You know, like the Bengals are playing with house money. You're right. And then no one expected them to be here. They won four games last year, two the year before. You know, here they are, they're in the Super Bowl. But if you hear Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase talk how they changed the culture, they just have confidence. Like they feel like they're supposed to be here eventually, you know, that this was all going to happen. But, you know, I think where that psychology comes into play is you know, if we get into this game and the Rams don't start hot, right? Yeah. If the yeah. Bengals, you know, put up some points early, then I think the pressure really gets to Stafford, who tries to press. We've seen him done that, you know, do that in the past. Guys like Odell Beckham Jr. see this chance that they weren't taking for granted, you know, start to slowly slip away. How do they react, right? Even the coach, right? The team feeds off the coach. We've seen Sean McVay panic plenty of times little in his playoffs already, yeah. you know? Yeah, when the Tampa comes back, he's going crazy against the 49ers. He starts challenging everything, like he's just like the you know goes goes you know loses his mind a little bit in game. And I think that you know the team feeds off that kind of stuff. So I think that's where you could see the psychology come into play. Is if they the Rams don't get off to this hot start, Joe Burrow gets on them early, and then they're going to be playing with confidence. And then you know doubt starts to seep into the Rams.
1: Our guy, Mark, you're the greatest. Thank you so much for joining the show. Can't wait to have you on soon. Good luck in all your betting endeavors on Join the, the game, Super Mark. Bowl. My man. Thank you, sir. Thanks, Mark. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. That's our guy, Mark Drumheller.
2: Just a night with the fellas. Just an all-fellas interview.
1: My second favorite Mark from Boston.
2: <laughs> right next first? to uh, Marky Mark. Marky Mark. Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, like, I love Mark Wahlberg, too. Yeah. He's not from Boston? Oh, yeah, that's right. He doesn't he sound like he's from <laughs> Boston, though.